0: I think you just have to be honest. Like, ultimately, you have to be honest and you have to be accountable. Like, if you do it, like, if you mess up, you have to tell them you messed up. Like, if you have a level of honesty and a a level of accountability, I think you can hold each other accountable, you know? Like, it's not like we're dealing with kids, we're dealing with grown men. So, like, they have to take some accountability themselves, you know? Like, and you don't want to turn up to work and just be a robot all the time. You want to, like... I enjoy being at work, so I'm going to enjoy it and hopefully other people enjoy it with me. So, um, I don't know, that's, I don't really, like, I don't really know the answer to that because I just, I think the ultimate answer is just be yourself.
1: That's Auden Dirt, defensive line coach for the Dallas Cowboys. Born and raised in London, former defensive coordinator for the London Warriors and former player. With the Scottish Claymores. Auden is the first ever full time British coach in the NFL, taken to the Atlanta Falcons in 2018 by Dan Quinn, and of course followed Quinn to the Cowboys in the offseason. He's been having fun this season with Micah Parsons moving from linebacker to defensive line. What's the rookie like? Can the Cowboys make a deep run in the playoffs? Has he started preparing for Kyler Murray yet? That matchup is coming soon in less than a month. We cover it all as Ardent Dirt is my very special guest. I'm Anthony Wotton, and this is the Transatlantic Sports Show. Thanks for downloading the Transatlantic Sports Show. I'm Anthony Wotton at Wotton W-O-O-T-T-O-N on Twitter and of course we are at T-A-S-S underscore UK and thank you for making us one of your NFL listens on your podcast provider. We love bringing you some of the big names and Auden is certainly one of those, especially as far as the Dallas Cowboys and NFL UK are concerned. A whole group of us from the NFL UK media sat on a roundtable call. You say roundtable, it was all virtual, of course. I sat in a nice room. It was a roundtable with my Zoom lens focused in on me. Auden hooked up from Texas to chat to a few of us about the My Cleats, My Cause campaign. We're going to hear why Auden has got involved with that and the London charity to which he is helping raise awareness for. That's to come. I also want to point out that this was recorded at the start of the week, so ahead of the New Orleans Saints game. So depending when you listen to this podcast, it could be after that Saints game. And I can't predict the future, although you could be listening and looking into the past. But that is a completely different wormhole altogether. So we're going to avoid that and just focus on the man himself, Auden Durd. And look, the guy, we can't think Auden now without thinking hard knocks definitely safe to say that we all had a sense of pride didn't we when the nfl uk's the londoner the former london warrior was on the screen and became an instant star of the hbo series it was great to see him get so much airtime great for the NFL UK, great for London, but also just brilliant for Arden. I've met him a few times now, and he's just a great guy. He's really come out of his shell, as you would expect, obviously working with some of the egos that he has to manage inside the locker room. But going back to that HBO series, going back to Hard Knocks, how has he handled that newfound fame, especially now that he's in the public eye with such a big franchise?
0: Not really that nice, but <laughs> that's my own thing. But I don't like it. Um, but no, honestly, like, like, I don't really see it as much as you would. S- you say you see it is because, mm-hmm. like, I work literally all the time. So, like, I'm in, like, I'm in here now and I won't leave normally till about nine o'clock at night. So, like, and then in the season, we're in such a like kind of bubble you don't really feel it and the last time i was out of the bubble was before hard knock so for me it's it's not really the most uncomfortable thing was doing it that was the most yeah. uncomfortable thing I'm like but it is what it is it's part of being in the car i suppose
1: interesting stuff there from arden but what's it like having the cameras follow you around all the time that's something that i always think it's like do they forget that the cameras are there are the cameras like suddenly in your face you know oh my goodness how am i going to deal with this but then as the day goes on maybe even 10 minutes into the day you sit down you have your cup of coffee or if you're jerry jones you have your mcmuffin or whatever that thing was that he was eating when the cameras were on him he sure knew the camera was on him he knows when the camera's on him old jerry jones he plays it very well but that's why he owns the biggest sports franchise in the world going back to Arden and the Hard Knocks cameras this is a guy from London this is a guy who's the defensive coordinator of the London Warriors new to the Dallas Cowboys did he find those cameras disruptive in his day-to-day routine or did he just forget about it and crack on with life and work
0: um, I wouldn't say it disrupts it but you are aware of it like you definitely are aware but you do forget that there, it's not 10 minutes but you do like it's is it's when they actually hold a camera and they're following you around that's when you know it's there like but there's a camera in your meeting room too and you do forget that's there like you just get on with it in the end like but it's just it, you kind of you have to succumb to the fact that it's happening and you just get on with it you know like it's not the worst thing in the world
1: Auden followed Dan Quinn to the Dallas Cowboys. Dan Quinn hired him as the linebackers coach when he was head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. The head coach of the Dallas Cowboys is, of course, Mike McCarthy. He missed the Thursday night football game against the New Orleans Saints because of COVID. Been a, quite a few COVID cases around the league now. So it does someone as high up as the head coach in this case mike mccarthy being forced to miss games miss practice and miss those meetings well he joined in virtually i know that but being away from the sideline for those big games does it re-emphasize the importance for teams all nfl teams and coaches and playing staff everyone involved to maintain a certain level of protocol or actually maintain the protocol set by the league. I think we
0: all know that that's there. Like, I I don't think it's it's put into focus. I think like the protocols, like our protocols are so high, you know, you're doing stuff every day for this. I think it's just part of what's going on in the world right now, you know
1: the defensive line coach for the Dallas Cowboys, is my very special guest on this special episode of the Transatlantic Sports Show. I'm Anthony Watson. Micah Parkins is undoubtedly, regardless of your team, I guess you could argue for the rookie on your team, but he's got to be up there. If not right up there at the top as the defensive rookie of the year. So unless something drastic happens, he seems pretty nailed on for it, right? The guy's just bawling. He's found himself moved from linebacker, that's where he was drafted, let's not forget, to defensive lineman. So with that, does he now fall under Arden's responsibility as defensive line coach?
0: Yeah, he kind of like, he moves around a lot. So like, he works with me, he works with George Edwards, he works with DQ. Um, I think once you saw once I saw him in rookie minicamp I kind of knew that there would be part of his game that would come under us you know like like you said he naturally can rush the passer and he can do those things he, and he has the athletic ability and the kind of he definitely has the um, I would say the ability to adapt and the ability to take on a lot of concepts and and those things which allow him to move around you know he does a great job he has some unique things. He definitely has some unique things, like the ability to play, um, more, like two very different positions. Like that to me is um, extremely unique. Um, but he has like some movement things that you see in other players. But then he has some movement things you see in other players. You know, that's it. That to me, that's his unique trait. Um, but he, I wouldn't say he's like many other players I've I've coached personally. Like you can tell, he turns up to work and he loves it every day. Like, and he's growing in this environment. And I enjoy being with him. Like, he's a good kid. I think where he's playing is the right position. I think the most important thing with young players, I think, is more on where what we always think about what where they should be, not where they should develop. And like where he is right now is the best place for him to develop.
1: Love that. And it must be great fun working with a talent such as Micah Parsons, but then also working with the guys like Tank Lawrence, some of the names that Arden Durr's already worked with. He got his first NFL gig three years ago, nearly four years ago, actually, in 2018. It was April 2018. I went and met him in the NFL UK offices at Leicester Square the day before he flew out to the Falcons, where he was hired by the then head coach of the Falcons, Dan Quinn, who, of course, is the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys, and he's followed Quinn to the Cowboys. There they are. The Dallas Cowboys, with all due respect to the Atlanta Falcons, they're a whole different kettle of fish. America's team, quite literally the biggest sporting franchise in all the world. You look at sporting franchises, the world's biggest sports teams, and right at the top, number one, the Dallas Cowboys, above the likes of Real Madrid, Manchester United, Barcelona, the Los Angeles Lakers, you name it. They're sitting pretty at the top. There's no bigger team in world sports. So does coaching for such a huge team come with that added pressure of making sure that you are performing at the top and making sure that you deliver for this huge team, this huge franchise with all those eyes on it? What's it like? How does it compare to the Falcons?
0: Like it's like you're coming from one city to another. So the city is culturally different. And with that, that brings... The, um, the environment that you work in is culturally different so yeah I would say definitely like you want to win like you're like when you come in this league you, you want to win so like I think that competitive nature is in all of us that are in it so like I think that those kind of pressure things they're, to me they're privileges. like I get a chance to do this you know um, so I wouldn't say that it's more just it's just the way it's the way everything is it's different in in texas than it is in georgia like those those are the different things
1: following on for that i asked him about the aura that jerry jones has because you associate the dallas cowboys obviously with their history and all the success that they've had down the years but the guy front and center no matter what no matter who the coach is no matter who the talent is on the field the star the lone star hey up there for the cowboys is jerry jones so What's the aura like? How does Jerry Jones come across
0: in the Dallas Cowboys facilities? And has he met him? I only met him really a couple of times, um, like actually to talk to him. And he's a great guy, you know, like when he's around, he's fun. He makes you laugh. He's, he's a good guy.
1: So the Cowboys have got a huge month ahead. After the Saints game, it's Washington, then the Giants, then Washington again. So you know, that's just the month of December. Then rolling into the new year, the 2nd of January, Kyler Murray's in town. Who knows where the Cardinals will be? Will they be the number one seed in the NFC at that point? Look, the Cowboys take care of business in December against those NFC East rivals. They're in to the playoffs. They can roll into January without that, I guess, that added pressure, unless they're up there and they're fighting for that number one seed. But I asked this to Arden. Beat the Giants, beat Washington,
0: and they're there, right? Yeah, I think, like, you're making me think way too far ahead, man. Right <laughs> like, like, thinking about Carlo Murray, I haven't even thought about him. Um, yeah, I, we I haven't even thought about that Washington game, really. The, the fact that you, I saw him play last night, I was watching a bit of that. Um, I would say like in Atlanta we had two seasons I was there we played the Saints two weeks apart like that like it was like one week then you have a game and then the next week I think like um, those weeks you have to prepare for and you kind of do double work and then you have to reflect and look back on the game plan and you've done from before and um, go through that process I think this time of the year is like that Is where you, as an NFL team, you have to play your best football. Like you have to, like, like if you're in the running to go to to the playoffs, you have to play your best football because you wanna go into the playoffs playing good football. That's what, that's what tournament sport is about. You know, like and ultimately once you finish the season, you're in tournaments like you're in a tournament mode, it's, it's who wins stays. Like, so I think leading up to that, like getting yourself ready and making sure you're playing the best football you can possibly play is important, but that's a team thing. Like I can deal with my group and that's what we have to be ready for. I feel that we have to get ready for the Saints. Like that's, I, I know like you want an answer that's different, but like I really don't feel like that. Like, I feel like I've got to prepare for the Saints, the players that are playing for the Saints. I have to get them ready. I can't, like, I don't, I don't really work like that. So I don't think like that. I think it's too far ahead. And I've seen that in the past and it doesn't work very well. So I just keep working on right now. And Thursday night we're playing. And I didn't know it was December 2nd, by the way, when you said that, it just blew my mind that Christmas was around the corner. (laughs) Get your advent calendar ready, mate. Yeah, I know. I've got one. A little Cadbury's one.
1: Oh, this is brilliant. There you go. A little taste of home for Auden whilst he's thousands of miles away in Texas, and he's representing his country well, participating in the NFL's My Cause My Cleats initiative. Auden is supporting the Godwin Lawson Foundation to help raise awareness of knife crime in
0: London. I think all things like I think American football can, but I think the more opportunities kids to have to be around more aspiring and inspirational activities is important. And I think those are the things that I really want to bring to like the forefront, like, is that we sometimes, like I grew up like this, sometimes people tell you, you could be one thing or the environment tells you, you could be one thing, but there's a whole world of things you can be. And they never show you that, you know, like being, when you go to do these football, like when I went to play football, I, it made me believe I could be something that I never thought I could be before I even tried it, you know. So, like, I think, like that work that people do is so important and they never get talked about, you know. Like they're they're volunteers, they're people that turn up every week, and the same people they help kids, they drive them to like different games, they go above and beyond when sometimes their parents might be working, they have the access to do things like those things. To me, are the interventions that at times are missed, you. Know? because of just funding or because of lack of resource you know like so the work of von's doing she meets these actress kids and um to help them and inspire them is I think it's su- and super important but like to do that and to be through being through what she's been through is after I heard her story it's quite emotional so like um that's why I'm doing it like really one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this because like I think what I can do is I with you're talking about Godwin Lawson so like his name is not forgot like there's another kid that's parents his name shouldn't be forgot they're not stats they're people that have died and from a from something that is happening where I'm from so like I just for me there's a couple of reasons. One, I want to bring, like, I don't want his name to be forgot. I don't want the kids that this happened to, they shouldn't be forgot. And then two, is like, I just want the discussion to keep going. You know, like, that's what I can do from here. Like, that's the way I see it.
1: Well done, that man. He's spreading the word and discussion of knife crime prevention through the My Cleats, My Cause initiative. Let's end this special edition of the Transatlantic Sports Show with Auden's cowboys and the defense that he's helped put together with defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, their defense has surprised a few, I think, this season with their performances. Have they exceeded his expectations? Bar, of course, the Raiders game and Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't really see it like that. But you know, you come here to do work, and that's what I came in with DQ to do, and and just got to keep growing. I think like it's a process, you know, you just keep, you keep adjusting, you keep growing, like, we're still getting to know each other, we're still implementing a system, and um, we keep trying to push forward, you know, being in the NFL, you have to understand that it's a week-in, week-out thing, you know, like, like, I think there is a place for statistics in the NFL, but I think, ultimately, like, it's a win-and-lose thing, so, like, you've got, I think, you just gotta play the game you're in, like really. If you get caught up in those things, and I know it's all cliche, but like, there's only 17 of these things unless you get to the playoffs, you know. So, like, I think, like, that's the way I look at it. Like, we've still got we're playing the Saints this weekend. We've got we got to perform. That's it, you know. Like, I don't really like you. Got to look back and reflect on the things you do and how you can adjust and how you can adapt and who's making plays and who's who's struggling to make plays and how those things go through. But ultimately, you've got to move forwards, you know?
1: Good luck to Arden and the Dallas Cowboys for the rest of the season. It would be great to see a British coach go deep into the playoffs in January. I love the fact that he's already picked up the coach, speak oh, he's been out there for three years now. I caught up with him on the eve of his flight over to the Atlanta Falcons and... He certainly changed, but he's changed in a good way. And I love the insight that he shared about the cameras following him around for hard knocks. He's only becoming a star out there in Texas, the big Texas star, the lone star. I'll stop. Thank you very much for listening to the Transatlantic Sports Show. Do us a favor, hit subscribe. Make us one of your first stops in the week for your NFL news because you don't want to miss the big guests that we've got coming your way. Not only do we have the defensive line coach of the Dallas Cowboys that we just had right now, but also coming up next week. Mm Mm-hmm. Marky cards. Get ready. In fact, hit subscribe now and then I'll tell you who's coming okay our guest next week co-host of the around the nfl podcast greg rosenthal friend of the show always have great fun when he's with us he is back we've looked at diaries we've set a time we're going to hit record next Wednesday. Greg Rosenthal, you don't want to miss it. We'll be talking all things football, all things life in general, whatever comes our way. But it's a great listen. I, I, I assure you, you'll get Greg at his best form. So if you don't want to miss out on Greg Rosenthal, if you didn't hit subscribe just then, make sure you do it now. Then tell your friends about us as well. Give us a five-star review because that helps us get more big guests like this. Course, you know, I am an accredited NFL journalist, so I get to speak to the guys. I get access to the guys like Auden Durd and other players that come your way earlier in the year. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Austin Eckler, we've had on the show. They just keep coming. So, another reason to follow and subscribe. You can follow us on Twitter at T A S S underscore UK. I am at A R Woodson, W O O T T O N. enjoy week 13 of the nfl season good luck to your team unless they're playing my team we'll be back next time with the great greg rosenthal so until next time try and keep off the naughty list